when we set goals for ourselves and we want to accomplish a task, we all have hope in our heart that we can actually make it happen, right? That's, that's kind of how hope works. But how much do you allow the priorities in your life to kind of, you know, govern all of the things that you do so that you can make sure that they happen? My name's Rob. I'm one of the ministers here at Andover Baptist Church, and uh, today I want to share with you four things that I think Jesus knew were essential to healthy relationships, and particularly to putting in place boundaries that keep your relationships healthy. Here are four things that I think Jesus knew. Firstly, people who want something from you don't always genuinely want something for you. Important to know that. Secondly, if you set a set of expectations, and then allow the crowd's expectations to shape your schedule, you'll never have time for your own priorities, your own people, and your own prayer life. Thirdly, boundaries protect the priorities in your life. And then fourthly, you know who your true friends are when, despite not meeting their expectations, they still love you the same. And the reason I believe Jesus knew these four things is because John, one of Jesus' inner circle of disciples, wrote a whole account of the life of Jesus. He recorded many of the things that Jesus taught and the things that Jesus did. And he recorded a story of a time when Jesus disappointed a huge crowd of people in order to protect his priorities. We find the story in chapter 6 of John's Gospel, in the New Testament part of the Bible, just after an account of how Jesus fed 5,000 people with five loaves and two fishes. In verses 14 to 15 of chapter 6, we read this. After the people saw the sign Jesus performed, they began to say, Surely this is the prophet who has come into the world. Jesus, knowing that they intended to come and make him king by force, withdrew to a mountain by himself. Now, just a quick tip to any of you in our audience who might be famous today, whether you're watching us live or online, here's a great tip for avoiding the paparazzi, for avoiding, you know, the crowds of fans. Climb a mountain. Apparently, people are not so keen on climbing mountains after you. It's a great way to get away from the crowd. That is a top tip from the life of Jesus for our famous people in the room. Now, if you're not famous and you're a bit more like me and you can relate more to the crowd that got left at the bottom of the hill... Let's have a look and see how the priorities that Jesus kind of set for his life kind of play out in this scenario. First thing, people who want something from you don't always genuinely want something for you. You probably know this intuitively. You know, Jesus was surrounded by a whole crowd of people that day. People who wanted him to be their king. I know a lot of people who would really enjoy that level of popularity, right? You, you have a whole bunch of people saying, you are the greatest, you are the man of the moment, you are the guy that we've been waiting for, you are the champion of our dreams. And there it is. The self-interest in all the shouts of support and all the things that they supposedly wanted for Jesus. You see, they didn't want something for Jesus. They wanted something from Jesus. They wanted him to be king for their sake. This is a guy who not only had provided miraculous food in a way that was very similar to the prophet Moses when he was in the desert and he prayed and manna was provided for the people of Israel, but, but this guy had really done it himself, five loaves and two fishes. This was the man of the moment. And you know, when, when people give you stuff, you tend to like them. So he had a whole crowd of people following him and really, really keen that he keep feeding them. And they thought, this guy is a really handy guy to know. Wouldn't it be great if he was the king? 
they, they thought back to the promises of Moses. And Moses had said to them that one day in the future, the Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among you, from your fellow Israelites. You must listen to him. Well, this crowd following Jesus figured if a guy can use five loaves and two fishes to feed 5,000 people, he's probably the guy that Moses was talking about. That's what they reckoned. But they forgot that Moses had told them to listen to him. But instead of listening to him, we're told by John that they wanted to make Jesus their king by force. They weren't submitted to his will. They wanted him to do what they wanted. They weren't half as keen on following Jesus as they were on getting something from this charismatic miracle worker who could overthrow the Romans and restore Israel's sovereignty and prosperity. But you know, the actions of Jesus here teach us a really important lesson about how to put boundaries in our relationships. Because if you allow the expectations of the crowd to shape your schedule, you will never have time for your own priorities, for your own purpose, for your people, and for your prayer life. You know, Jesus' purpose when he came to this earth was not to become Israel's political king. He had a bigger agenda than that. He had selected 12 disciples and he had committed to mentoring them and working with them so that when he'd served God's purpose on earth, they would be able to spread his word and his message and the good news of God's love for them and the forgiveness of sins to the very ends of the earth. They would effectively found the Christian church. Jesus didn't come to build the kingdom of Israel. He came to build the kingdom of God. And in order to ensure that he stayed focused on the mission that his heavenly father had for him, he spent time away from the crowds. He spent time with his disciples, teaching them, sometimes in solitude, just praying. Jesus retreated up a mountain to pray. He wanted to prioritize the most important relationships in his life. And you see, boundaries help protect the priorities in your life. Jesus placed boundaries in his relationship with the crowds, with many people, in order to protect his purpose, his people, and his prayer life. These were priorities to him. And his most significant relationships, his relationship with his heavenly father and his relationship with his earthly disciples, required time, right? All our relationships require time. Alex spoke about that in the very first of our squad goal series, and she spoke about how time is absolutely essential to all human relationships. So we need to put boundaries in place to give each other time. Well, Jesus put boundaries in place to make sure he had time to spend with his heavenly father in prayer, and he had time to spend with his disciples away from the crowds, away from the ministry, away from the work and the to-do list. He made sure that that was a priority. And he listened to them. He listened to his father on that mountain. He listened to the mission and the purpose that God had for him. He listened to his disciples as he spent time with them as well. He listened to their questions and he answered many of them. And when he didn't answer them directly, he used it as a teaching opportunity. He listened. You know, Chris spoke to us last week about the importance of listening as a squad goal in your relationships. Because when you listen to people, those relationships flourish. And they tend to listen to you too. And they, they are there for you in those moments. And Jesus knew this. And so he prioritized time and listening and the ability to set boundaries in place so that he had the time to spend listening to his heavenly father and to his disciples. But you can't spend time with the key people in your life unless you set boundaries for everyone else who wants your time and your listening ear. So you have to be able to put boundaries in your schedule in order to protect those priorities. And you know, sometimes people don't take very well to that, if we're honest. 
Sometimes when you can't fit somebody into your schedule exactly when they want to, then that can, that can get quite awkward. But you know what? The way that people respond when you disappoint them is very, very telling. It's a key indicator of something important. Because you see, you know who your true friends are when despite you not meeting all of their expectations, they still love you the same. You know, the moment Jesus resisted these people's plans, this crowd's plans to make him king, he started losing popularity. He started losing people. And you can see this in John chapter 6. If you carry on reading the story, you see people slowly starting to turn away from him because he isn't doing what they wanted him to do. When he began to talk to people about what his mission and his purpose really were as opposed to what they expected of him, people began to desert him. And this crowd that had been saying to him, we want to make him king, we want to make him king, many of that same crowd were probably in another crowd not that long afterwards shouting, crucify him, crucify him, because he let down their expectations. And while, while they once wanted him king, it wasn't long before the high priests were saying, we have no king but Caesar, and the crowd supported them. The crowds were there saying, crucify him, we have no king but Caesar. People are fickle. And what they do when you set boundaries quite often shows the depth of your relationship. Jesus, a little later in the chapter, asks his 12 disciples, he says, You do not want to leave too, do you? Jesus asked the 12. And Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and to know that you are the Holy One of God. You see, not everyone deserted Jesus when he started setting up boundaries in his life. Only Judas of these 12, only Judas was the one disciple who ended up deserting him. The other 11 stayed true to him. What they did is they saw him for who he was. They saw the purpose that he sensed he had from God. And they abandoned their own ideas and they followed him. They allowed him to be who God had made him to be. That's what true friends do. True friends want you to become all that God has for you. And sometimes that will mean that you won't be everything they want from you. But that's okay, because they're not in the relationship for what they can get out of it. That's really important. So setting boundaries in your relationships is a great way of seeing who's actually interested in being a genuine friend to you, rather than what you can do for them. True friends and family stick around to be, to be able to respect your independence, to be able to allow you to be you and to support you. Sometimes they might not like the choices that you make and they might be a bit disappointed about that, but they still love you. And setting boundaries is a great way to be able to see who's really in your corner, especially when the choices that you make might not be the choices that they would have had you make. Your kids when you set boundaries for them, probably won't like it. Spoiler alert, parents. Sometimes it's going to kick off. Sometimes they're going to get really mad at you. But you know what? Later in life, they're going to realize that you weren't in parenting for a popularity contest. You were there because you wanted what was best for them. And you set boundaries for a reason and for a purpose. Setting boundaries is just so important because it helps people to thrive. You know, boundaries benefit everyone. They protect our priorities, they prevent exhaustion and burnout, and they teach us to value others for who they are rather than what they can do for you. But don't just take my word for it. Look at Jesus. 
Pray and ask God to show you, like Jesus did, where and when to set boundaries in your life, in your relationships, what squad goals you have, and what boundaries you need to put in place to protect those goals with the people that you love the most and with the people that are the most committed to you in your life. And hey, if someone that you love and that you respect sets a boundary for you that maybe you weren't expecting, respect that boundary. Because they will remember the people who stood by them, who supported them. They will remember the people who realized that they had something else going on. And that didn't mean that you didn't still love them. Those people are pivotal in your life. And you recognize those people when you set boundaries and they keep on supporting you. Even if you've maybe gone in a different direction to the way that they would have had you go. Because they want what's best for you. And if they get it wrong, if you get it wrong and you get into trouble, those are the very people that'll be there with you to kind of help you pick up the pieces. It's really important that you know who's there to stick by you. You know, my prayer for you today, whether you're here in the room, whether you're online, whether you're watching this live or on demand, my prayer for you today is that God would grant you the strength and the resolve to protect your priorities. And that you would be able to do that by setting health-free boundaries in all of your relationships just like Jesus did, that you would give yourself permission to do the things that Jesus saw as important, even if that means sometimes disappointing people. May God give you the strength to know where to set boundaries, how to set boundaries, and to make that a squad goal for all of your relationships so that they get stronger as a result. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we are thankful that we have this example of Jesus. Jesus saying to the crowds, I'm sorry, but I need some time away from you now. I'm sorry, but I'm not going to meet your expectations. I'm sorry, but I'm not going to be the person you think I should be for your benefit. Father, thank you that we have permission to be able to do that, knowing that when we invest in relationships, when we define the terms of our relationships, we begin to realize who's really for us. And Father, help us to prioritize those things that you have in mind for our lives. When we get a sense of the purpose that we have in life, help us to guard that purpose jealously. Help us to make sure that we set boundaries in our schedules so that we don't waste the time that we have, but that we use it for your glory and your honor for the purposes that you have for us. Help us to put boundaries in place so that we are there for our family and our friends when they need us the most, and that we build healthy relationships and don't just do our own thing and chase our own agenda. Help us to set boundaries so that we do make sure that we achieve the things that you are calling us to achieve. But most of all, Lord, help us to look to you for inspiration, to see Jesus, the one who sets boundaries and seem to know instinctively when and where to set those boundaries because sometimes it can be a little confusing. Give us your wisdom, Lord, as we seek to honor you in all of our relationships and we seek for them to be better. Help the squad goal of setting boundaries to really take place in our life in such a way that we are your people known for the relationships that we have with others that are healthy and that honor you. And we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen.